اعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم ناؤ when you learn about this spending in the way of Allah bring so much reward then obviously you're tempted to spend in the way of Allah you have that intention to do something good but as soon as you have that intention to do something good who becomes very active shaitan because he wants that whatever effort we're putting in that goes waste so this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us about the rules the etiquettes of spending so that our sadaqa does not go waste our plant does not die. Rather, it grows and it yields a lot of profit for us. Allah says, الَّذِينَ يُنْفِقُونَ أَمْوَالَهُمْ فِي سَبِيلَ اللَّهِ Those people who spend their wealth in the way of Allah. So the first thing is we have to spend it in the way of Allah. Then what's the condition? ثُمَّ then, لَا يُتْبِعُونَ مَا أَنْفَقُوا La yutbi'una. Yutbi'una from taba'ayn, atba'a, yutbi'u, is to send something after the other. So to follow something with another. Follow up. Okay? So they do not follow up ma anfaku what they have spent in the way of Allah with what? Mannan wala adha. Man, reminding of favors. Adha, hurting. Causing her to the other. So, they spend in the way of Allah. And what they spend in the way of Allah, after spending, they don't follow that action with man, nor do they follow that action with adha. Such people, Allah says, لَهُمْ أَجْرُهُمْ عِنْدَ رَبِّهِمْ They will have the reward with their Lord. وَلَا خَوْفٌ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَا هُمْ يَحْزَنُونَ there will be no fear upon them, nor will they grieve. So what does it mean? That reward is promised for who? Only those who, those who do not follow their sadaqah with man and adha. In other words, if sadaqah, if charity is followed up with man and adha, then man and adha will cancel the sadaqah. You can think of it as when you sow a seed, what will happen? The plant will come out, but along with that some weeds will also come. If those weeds are not uprooted, if they're not taken out, eventually what's going to happen? The beautiful herbs that you grew, they're going to die. They're not going to get any sunlight. All the nutrients that are in the soil, they'll be sucked up by the weeds and hardly anything will be left for your herbs. And as a result, your herbs will finish. Or, for example, sometimes there are parasites or you have those caterpillars or you have those bugs that eat up the plants. So, if you don't control them, if you don't spray, if you don't take care of the soil and you let these bugs thrive, then what will happen? Your plant will be finished. I told you before that in our backyard every year we have a lot of stuff growing. And we also have lots of bunnies, rabbits. Okay? I love those rabbits. But there are certain people in the family who don't like those rabbits because those rabbits come and what do they do? They eat up the plants. And sometimes they come and they eat a vine right from the bottom. So you know what happens? That vine is up on the trellis. But you're wondering, why is it dying? And then you look at the bottom and you see, oh, it's been eaten by a bunny. So if we don't control the bunny population, then we get nothing at the end. 
So, likewise, you have to be careful that sadaqah should not be followed up with man and other because man and other will kill your plans. It will destroy your good deed. Then you will not get reward for the action that you did. Now the question is, what is man and what is other? The word man is from the root letters meem noon noon and man is to show a favor. It's used in two ways. Man bil fa'l and man bil qawl. Man bil fa'l is to show a favor to someone with your action, meaning to do good to someone, to give them something, to help them, to benefit them. But man bil qawl is to show a favor to someone with your words. What does that mean? That you remind them that, hey, remember that gift that I gave you? Remember those two dollars I gave you last week? Remember that pen that I lent you? This is what? Man. Reminding someone of the favor that you've done to them. When do typically people do man on others? When they expect something in return from them. Look, I gave you a ride last week. So, listen to me. Do what I'm telling you to do. Look, I spend on you so much, so you better listen to me. Do what I want you to do. This is man. To exploit other people, to make use of them, what do people do? Remind them of the favors done to them. Allah says, don't do that. Don't do man. Now when a person does sadaqah, when a person gives in charity, he will do man towards who? The person whom he gave something to. So the faqeed, the poor person, the needy. Allah says, don't do that. Likewise, a person could also do man towards who? Allah. That, oh Allah, I gave this much in charity. Now please help me. Please answer my prayers. Please make things easy for me. I am studying the Qur'an, so I should always have 100% marks in my school tests. You know, I wear the hijab, Allah. So everything should be perfect for me. We're doing such a small thing and we expect so much from Allah. And in our du'as or in our thoughts, this is what we say. Allah says, don't follow up your sadaqah with man. Nor should you follow it up with adha. What is adha? Adha is to hurt someone. So don't even hurt the person whom you have given charity to. How? By taunting him, by humiliating him in public, by telling others that you are taking care of their needs, you are spending on them, that you paid for their fees, and you are sponsoring them, and you give them a ride. No, this is not right. The one on whom you have favored, you should be concerned about their self-respect and their dignity. Don't go on telling other people what you have done for them. Because when you will do that, they will be hurt. Because then their aib is known to everyone, right? Everybody knows then that they are needy. That they have been benefiting from your gifts or from your money. So Allah says, don't do that. So, لا يتبعون ما أنفقوا منن ولا أذى. Only such people, Allah says, لهم أجرهم, they will have their reward عند ربهم with their Lord. Notice, عِنْدَ رَبِّهِمْ They have the reward with their Lord. Why is this mentioned with their Lord? It's with Allah. And when something is with Allah, it is safe and secure. So it is promised. It is guaranteed. And what is with Allah is also very small or great? Great. It's great. Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu 
he asked the Prophet ﷺ about a dua that he should make in his prayer. And the Prophet ﷺ taught him that you should say, Allahumma inni zalamtu nafsi zulman kathiran, faghfir li maghfiratan min indik. Oh Allah, forgive me with the forgiveness that is from you. Because forgiveness that comes from Allah is indeed very great. And forgiveness that is from people is hardly any forgiveness. Which is why the next moment they are still upset. So the reward that is from Allah is safe, secure, it is guaranteed, and it's also very great. لَهُمْ أَجْرُهُمْ عِنْدَ رَبِّهِمْ وَلَا خَوْفٌ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَا هُمْ يَحْزَنُونَ And they will have no fear, nor will they grieve. When are we afraid? In what situation are we afraid? Why are we afraid? What makes us afraid? Uncertainty, the unknown, the future, that what if such and such happens? What if we suffer loss? This is what makes a person afraid. Now, when a person spends something in the way of Allah, technically he should have this fear that what if I don't have enough tomorrow? I'm spending some of my savings in the way of Allah. What if I lose my job? What if an unexpected expense comes up and I don't have enough to cover that? Do you see what I mean? People have that fear, right? This is why people like to save whatever extra money that they have. But if a person spends a little bit of that in the way of Allah, typically a person would have fear. But when a person spends that in the way of Allah, then Allah makes him content. Allah removes that fear from his heart. That don't be afraid. Allah gave you yesterday, He gave you today, and He will give you tomorrow. Allah took care of you throughout your life and He will take care of you in the future as well. You were never hungry before, Allah gave you to eat today and He will give you to eat tomorrow. So in other words, when we spend in the way of Allah, we should hope. We should hope for what from Allah? Good in the future. And when a person truly gives in the way of Allah with sincerity, then he doesn't have that fear. This is just like Abu Dahdah, a companion of the Prophet ﷺ. When he heard about the reward of spending in the way of Allah, he gave his orchard to the Prophet ﷺ in the way of Allah. That, oh Prophet, do whatever you want to with it. Imagine having an orchard, a huge property that is a source of profit for you, much gain for you. And it comes with status, with prestige, you know, in the community. So imagine he gave that in the way of Allah. What gave him the confidence? Because he knew he was giving it for Allah. And Allah will not deprive him. So he had that trust. لَا خَوْفٌ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَا هُمْ يَحْزَنُونَ And the fact is that when a person spends on others, taking care of their needs, then you know what happens? Allah helps him. Sadaqah, it averts calamity. Now many times it happens that we save up, we have all that extra money. Why? To help us when we are struck by some disaster. But the fact is that that disaster may never come upon you because of that charity that you gave and Allah will protect you as a result of that. So when a person is spending on others, when a person is concerned about others, then Allah is concerned about him. Allah will protect him. Allah will save him from trouble and harm. So this is why, لَا خَوْفٌ عَلَيْهِمْ 
And even when he is going through some difficulty, still he will have that contentment in his heart that Allah will take care of me. He will be at peace. There are people who, when they suffer even the smallest harm, it's a big deal for them. And there are others who are suffering the greatest of problems in their lives, but they are content and happy. I was reading in the news about how because of the hurricane, people have no electricity or most of the gas stations are closed. And as a result of that, people are fighting, fighting at gas stations. Fights are breaking out without police presence. No gas is being sold to people at all. People are taking out their guns literally and being caught and imprisoned because of that. If you think about the disaster that has struck over here, it's not as catastrophic, it's not as huge as compared to the problems that many other people are facing these days. It's not that big of a deal. Yes, we're not saying that it's not a problem. Definitely it is. But there are some people who remain calm, who have patience, who have this peace and tranquility despite the great problems that they're going through. And other people cannot be patient. They cannot be patient. Living over here, we also had the threat of the hurricane affecting us, the storm affecting us. And there were people who were panicking. Oh, make sure there is extra water in the house because you never know, we might not have electricity tomorrow. Literally, I saw people calling each other, reminding each other, making it such a big deal. And yes, you should make preparations, definitely. But why is it that some people are panicking so much and other people are like, yeah, inshallah, we'll deal with it when it comes. There's a difference, right? So the one who trusts upon Allah, Allah will give him peace and contentment. He will not have any fear. وَلَاهُمْ يَحْزَنُونَ Nor will they grieve. Huzn. Huzn is what? Regret. That this feeling of sadness that a person has over losing something. So when do you experience huzn? When you have lost what you really like. Your money, your belongings, you love them. But those same belongings, can you not lose them? Yes, you can. But isn't it amazing that when you spend something in the way of Allah, something that you love, you have no grief at that time. You have no sadness. But if that same object is lost, is broken, what's the state of your heart? It's very different. Imagine you have a bracelet and you think, okay, I'm going to give this in sadaqah. You give it in sadaqah, what's the state of your heart? I've done something good, Allah will reward me. But if that same bracelet, it breaks, or you come home and you realize it's not on your wrist, you lost it. How's the state of your heart? Very different. If you think about it, at the end of the day, in either cases, the bracelet is not with you anymore. But when you gave it in the way of Allah, you don't have huzn. But when you lose it, when it breaks, then you do have huzn. So those who spend in the way of Allah, they will not have any fear, nor will they have any grief. No fear that what I have, I will lose it. And no grief that, oh, I miss what I used to have. No. When a person spends in the way of Allah, he has this peace, this tranquility. Allah says in Surah Fussilat, Ayah 30, that, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا رَبُّنَ اللَّهِ ثُمَّ اسْتَقَامُوا تَتَنَزَّلُوا عَلَيْهِمُ الْمَلَائِكَةِ أَلَّا تَخَافُوا وَلَا تَحْزَنُوا don't fear and don't grieve. And in fact, rejoice with Jannah that you have been promised. Look forward to the reward. 
So when a person gives in the way of Allah, he has reward to look forward to and that keeps him going. That makes him a happy person. And we see that man and other, who will do that? A person who does not give charity with sincerity. Because when you have given sadaqah with sincerity, then you will never remind a person. Why? Because you gave it for Allah. You will never have any regret that, oh, it was such a big mistake when I gave them that gift. Look at them. They're misusing it. Look at them. They're not even grateful to me. Look at them. They don't even have any respect for me. When a person gives something in the way of Allah, he doesn't have huzn, he doesn't have khawf. As a result, he will never do man, he will never do other. So these things are directly related. And man is something that is so terrible, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala hates it so much that a person who does man, Allah will not even speak to him. A hadith tells us that three persons are such whom Allah will not even speak to on the day of judgment, nor will He even look at them, nor will He purify them, and for them is a painful punishment. Who are those three persons? Al-Mannanu bima a'ta, The one who reminds others of what He has given to them. Who reminds others of the favors that He has shown to them. I gave you that gift. I gave you that money. I helped you yesterday. I did this for you. I did that for you. Al-mannanu bima a'ta. Allah will not even look at such a person on the day of judgment. Another type of person is the one who wal-musbilu izarahu, the one who drags his lower garment, meaning deliberately wears a long garment, lowers it so that it's dragging behind him out of pride. You know, one is that you're wearing a long garment, such an abaya. Why? So that your feet are covered. But the other is that a person deliberately wears a long one so that there is a trail behind. And as they walk, it looks really nice as if they're walking up a red carpet or whatever. With pride. Such a person, Allah will not even look at him. And also, the seller of goods by false oaths. Meaning the one who sells things by false oaths. That wallahi, this is authentic. This is original. By Allah, I swear to you, this is original. And this is why it's $150 and not $15. And he sells that object. And there's a no return policy. And then you realize it's a fake. Recently, I bought something and it was a gift. And it was a brand name object. Basically a phone cover. Okay, let me just tell you what it was. And it was very expensive. Very expensive because it had a logo on it. And uh, that phone cover was supposed to be original. And it was quite pricey, but I thought, okay, it's a gift. And inshallah, giving gifts is something that grows love. So I bought that. And I gave that gift to the person and they're like, why are you giving this to me? This is fake. Because this person hates fake things. And I don't know much about these things. So I was like, okay, it's expensive, so it must be original. This person is saying it's original, so I believe them. And there I am giving a gift to someone and they're looking at me weird, like you bought this for me? It's fake thing? I mean, it's a good knockoff, but it's not original. I felt so embarrassed, so humiliated. I went back to that store, I'm like, you sold this to me? And they're like, yes, I'm sorry. I couldn't believe them. Then they gave me my money back, which I was very pleased about. But I felt so dumb that I bought something fake for the price of something original. And I gave that as a gift and embarrassed myself and embarrassed the other person as well. 
And alhamdulillah, they took it back, but I felt cheated. So if a person swears an oath and sells something for a heavy price, just to make more money, such a person Allah will not even speak to on the Day of Judgment. So imagine one of these three persons is who? Al-Mannanu bima a'ta. So we should be very, very careful about this. Because many times we end up doing this. You know, the moment somebody is not doing what we want them to, we start thinking, I did this for them, I did that for them, I did such and such for them. Like for example, between husband and wife. If the husband is not doing what you want him to, the wife starts thinking, I do his laundry, and I clean the room, and I do the vacuum, and I do the groceries, and I cook for him. And here he is saying such a rude thing to me. And then we say, you know, I've been doing so much work, and here you are watching television. This is not fair. You've wasted your reward. You've wasted it completely. So this is what we do. We grow the plants, and then we burn them. Literally, we grow the fields and then we burn them. We put them on fire ourselves. By what? By man and by other. So be careful. When we have done something for Allah, expect reward from Him, not from people. So don't even remind them of what you have done. This is why Allah says, قَوْلٌ مَعْرُوفٌ A good word. وَمَغْفِرَةٌ And forgiveness. This is khayrun, this is far better, much better than what? Sadaqatin, a charity, yatba'uha adha. That is followed up with adha. You say a good word, and you forgive the person, it's much better than giving charity. Qawlum ma'roof. What is qawlum ma'roof? Good words, accepted words. Sometimes it happens that somebody is asking us for something, and we don't want to give them. Like for example, you have this huge chocolate bar, You went to her, she sent her, and you bought this huge, big chocolate bar for yourself. And there's your younger brother, he looks at it every day. Can I have a piece? The next day again, can I have a piece? Can I have a piece? And then you're like, you know what? It's mine. I don't want to give it to you. And then you want to say to them, why are you begging? Go get your own. Why are you asking? We say some nasty things. Allah says, قَوْلٌ ma'roof is far better than a charity that is followed up with other. If you say something good, it's much better than giving him a piece of chocolate and saying, here, don't ask me again. Go away, you greedy person. Hmm? Instead of giving that piece of chocolate and following it up with evil words, it's far better that you don't give anything and say something nice instead. Say something nice instead. Say, I'm sorry, I have to give to other people as well. I'm sorry, I need it for something else. I'm sorry I gave you some yesterday. I'd like to keep it for whatever. Use good words. قَوْلٌ مَعْرُوفٌ وَمَغْفِرَةٌ And forgive him. He's young. You know that he loves chocolate. You know he's crazy about chocolate. So just ignore him. Forgive him. And sometimes people beg you constantly and you feel as if you're being harassed. And you want to yell at them that go away already. Don't you have any self-respect? Why are you asking me? Sometimes in some countries it happens that you're driving and you're at a traffic light, you're stopping, and there are people who will come around your car and they will not leave until you give them something. And I've seen people literally yelling at them, that go away, don't touch the glass, you're dirtying my car, keep your dirty hands off my car. I've seen people doing that. 
because you spend hours trying to clean the car, wax it, polish it, whatever, and here comes a beggar, and he's touching the car, and touching the glass, the window, and he's asking for money, and you don't want to give him. So Allah says, instead of yelling, to say something nice. قَوْلٌ مَعْرُوفٌ وَمَغْفِرَةٌ And maghfira is very important. Forgive the beggar for being persistent. Forgive the one who's asking. Cover his fault. قَوْلٌ مَعْرُوفٌ وَمَغْفِرَةٌ خَيْرٌ مِنْ صَدَقَةٍ يَتْبَعُهَا أَذَا وَاللَّهُ غَنِيٌّ حَلِيمٌ And Allah is free of need and He is most forbearing, He's tolerant. He's rich. He doesn't need your charity. And He's حَلِيم that He forgives you. Halim is the one who is tolerant, the one who does not punish immediately. Rather, he gives time again and again to a person so that he realizes his mistake and he turns back to Allah seeking his forgiveness. So Allah is ghani, he is halim. He doesn't need our charity and he's very tolerant. So look at yourself, that how many times do you do wrong things and Allah forgives you? So likewise, if a beggar is harassing you, what should you do? Pardon them as well. Ignore them as well. Don't yell at them. Don't hurt them. قَوْلٌ مَعْرُوفٌ وَمَغْفِرَةٌ خَيْرٌ مِّنْ صَدَقَةٍ يَتْبَعُهَا أَذَىٰ But the fact is that the Prophet ﷺ, he never refused. He never said no. He never ever said no to someone who asked him for something. And it was this habit because of which people were attracted to him so much. They listened to him so much. This is the way that he won the hearts of people. We try to control people. But the Prophet ﷺ, he helped people. And this is why he won their hearts. So when we give charity, we should never follow it up with other. And if we don't want to give it, then instead what should we do? Say good words and pardon the person. The Prophet ﷺ said that there is a sadaqah due on every Muslim. There is a sadaqah due on every Muslim, which means that every single one of us is supposed to give in charity. When? Once a year? In Ramadan? Every single day. There is a sadaqah due on every Muslim. If he cannot give because he has no money, then let him work so that he can support himself and give charity. Imagine. If you don't have enough to give, then what should you do? Make money, work, earn, so that you can give sadaqah. What do we think? Don't make anything, don't give anything. Allah wants that we earn so that we can give. And if he's unable to work, then let him help someone in need of his help. If you cannot find work, or despite the fact that you're working, you're not making enough, then what should you do? Help someone who is in need of help. And if he does not do that, then let him adjoin good. And if he does not do that, then he should not do evil or harm others. He should prevent himself from harming others. And that will be sadaqah for him. So every person is supposed to give charity. So don't say no to someone ever. And if you must say no, then do it politely with good words. And never do this, that give sadaqah and then remind the person with favors later on. The Prophet ﷺ said, sadaqah does not decrease wealth in any way. And for pardoning someone, Allah only increases a slave in his honor. And no one is humble without Allah elevating him. So sometimes it's difficult to forgive. Sometimes it's difficult to give. 
But whenever a person gives, he forgives, then Allah will elevate him. Allah will increase for him his wealth. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, O son of Adam, spend and I will spend on you. Spend and I will spend on you. Give so that Allah will give you. And Allah is so ghani that the right hand of Allah is full and overflowing and nothing would diminish it by overspending day and night. This is how rich Allah is. Constantly Allah is giving, 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 giving to every single one of us. Imagine, from the time of our existence to the time of our death, Allah is constantly giving us. If you think about how much money you've consumed, how much money you've spent in your entire life, how much would it be in thousands of dollars? Who gave you all of that? Allah. So Allah is ghani, He doesn't need your money. He is halim, He is forgiving, pardoning. So you also pardon others. You also tolerate their mistakes. Let's listen to the recitation. الَّذِينَ يُنْفِقُونَ أَمْوَالَهُمْ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ ثُمَّ لَا يُتْبِعُونَ مَا أَنْفَقُوا مَنَّوْا وَلَا أَذَلْ لَهُمْ أَجْرُهُمْ عِنْدَ رَبِّهِمْ وَلَا خَوْفٌ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَا هُمْ يَحْزَنُونَ قَوْلٌ مَعْرُوفٌ وَمَغْفِرَةٌ خَيْرٌ مِّن صَدَقَةٍ يَتْبَعُهَا أَذَى وَاللَّهُ غَنِيٌّ حَلِيمٌ So if someone is in need, what is our duty? That we must help them. If there is an opportunity where we can spend our wealth, what should we do? Spend some of our wealth over there. And afterwards, never remind with the favor, never hurt the person. If somebody is asking us and we cannot help or we don't want to help because the money that we have, we want to use it for something else, then how should we speak to the person? In a gentle manner. And we should excuse ourselves politely, not harshly. And sometimes... It's not just money, in the case of money, but also in other ways. That somebody asks us for help. Like for example, somebody says, can you please do the dishes? Your sister or your mom. And you've come back after the whole day and you have your assignment to do, your homework to do. And you feel like, no, I don't want to do it. You do it. I did it yesterday. Instead of being harsh, or instead of doing the dishes you know, loudly and throwing them and banging them and making such a noise and saying, here, did it, don't ask me again. Instead of doing that, what should we do? Excuse ourselves politely. I'm really sorry, I would love to do it, but I have my work to do, my assignment, it's due tonight. What I can do is that afterwards I can do the dishes. Or I'll help you quickly, I have five minutes to help you. I can give you ten minutes. I can load the dishwasher, but the rest you do. You understand? People want help from us. They ask us. And we don't want to help them sometimes because of some genuine reason. Even then, don't yell. Even then, don't be rude. Don't be impolite. Don't waste that good deed. Don't burn your garden. Let's listen to the recitation. مَثَلُ الَّذِينَ يُنْفِقُونَ أَمْوَالَهُمْ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ كَمَثَلِ حَبَّةٍ أَنْبَتَتْ سَبْعَ سَنَابِلَ فِي كُلِّ سُنْبُلَةٍ مِئَةُ حَبَّةٍ 
والله يضاعف لمن يشاء والله واسع عليم الذين ينفقون أموالهم في سبيل الله ثم لا يتبعون ثم لا يتبعون ما أنفقوا منا ولا أذلهم أجرهم لهم أجرهم عند ربهم ولا خوف عليهم ولا هم يحزنون قول معروف ومغفرة خير من صدقة يتبعها أذى والله غني حليم 